Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Please have got the pipe for you. That'll show you all that attitude. You got love and luck and lust and lovers. Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to our beautiful podcast. My name's Lily. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's actually Grace. I did that on purpose. No, you actually didn't. No, I that didn't. wasn't even a bit. That was a lie. My name's Grace. And my name is Lily. And we're from Clues. And this is our podcast. Bitch. <laughs> this week we're just having a reflect on what it's like to become podcasters. Thank you f- for the seven downloads last week. No, I'm kidding. We have hundreds. We actually do have hundreds of millions. It's really amazing. That was another lie. Grace and I have got a good few podcast episodes under our belt now and you guys have been listening to Lucy and Oscar and Ali and another guest who's going to be on next week. And so we've been reflecting on what it's been like being podcasters. And Grace, what do you think it's been like? You know, sharing stories with each other, with the world, getting people's responses, talking to our beautiful guests. It's honestly been so gratifying on a really deep level to know that we're making such a beautiful space for people to come and share their experiences. Like so many people have been messaging us, telling us their stories and asking for advice and just becoming a part of this. And it's been so nice and it's been so rewarding and it's made me realise as well how quickly I change because it's like another form of journaling. When I look back on something that I've written in a journal one day ago... I often feel very separated from how I felt that day. And podcasting is the same thing. I'll listen to an episode. She's disassociating. <laughs> Every Don't. damn day. I listen to a podcast. Oh, that episode. was me from like 20 to 24 years old. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, maybe that's because that's where you are right now. You know, when yeah, that's you're young, true. you just. That's true. Disassociating <laughs> life away. <laughs> But in the same way as I'll read something that I wrote yesterday, I'll listen to a podcast episode that we did last week and be like, wow, did I actually feel like that? And oh my God, did I actually really feel that way in the moment? It's basically just another form of journaling, except with another person, which is really nice. And you can sound your ideas off each other. I think the only thing that makes podcasting transcend to having some sort of value to this world is the fact that like what we were saying with Lucy, it's so amazing when someone tells your story back to you. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I just can't believe that as humans on this crazy, crazy world, we can have such similar experiences. It's so weird. Mm. Even in our first episode, when we briefly described our experience with love or growing up, Mm -hmm. even then people were messaging us, our little clues family saying, oh my God, I didn't know that you had also never had a boyfriend or, oh, you know, this was my experience with finding my partner after all this time or whatever. It's wild. I love it. I freaking love people so much. I actually, it hurts my heart. I love them. Me too. I have so much love to give and I'm channeling it all into the listeners of this podcast. It's because you're Mr. Peanut Butter. You're right though. That's what it is. It's like collaborative, constructive journaling. 
I've got journal entries from like last year that were like, "Hmm, I think I'll probably just be alone forever. And if I don't meet anyone, I'm completely fine with that. I don't need to experience it. And I'm happy just going the way that I'm going now. Like I just love being by myself. But already I'm like, oh my God, don't be ridiculous. You weren't aromantic. Don't be silly. Don't be dramatic. You don't actually want to be alone forever. You're just saying that. But that's genuinely how I felt. And to me, that's like almost another person. I've just had this huge experience that I never thought I'd have before. Yeah, I think I feel very disconnected from younger versions of myself. I don't feel like I was fully me in that moment because you're never truly yourself <laughs> until this the moment Except for that now. you're living. But then now. But then, but now. then now. now. Right. Okay. Anyway, let's give everyone the usual weekly update on our relationship statuses. So I am still in a relationship, going strong, going steady. Lily is still single. So Lil, I want to ask you, where are you at with everything? What's the haps? What's the next step? Maybe my next step is getting a crush on someone. Okay. Who have you got? Have you got anyone in mind? Have you got people on the periphery that you think, oh, I have no attraction to them at this point in time, but who knows? I think that the laws of attraction are very strange because sometimes you might know somebody likes you Mm. or there might be someone on the horizon that maybe you think, oh, you know, I think they've shown me that they do like me or they want to spend time with me. Mm -hmm. Just because somebody likes you doesn't mean that you have to give it a go. Absolutely. Because, you know, I genuinely believe every single human being on this planet (laughs) is worthy and deserving of so much love (laughs) and they're so beautiful. I don't even really think there's an objective attractiveness right you know some some dream boats don't resonate with me yeah true and sometimes someone's dating somebody think oh I just don't see it guess what you as a human being aren't attracted to that other human being yeah not everyone's attracted to me you know wait what do you mean like as in wait as in not everyone not everyone is attracted to you oh you don't understand that part I don't get that concept yeah that's that's also (laughs) that's been a rude shock objective that out so I think that actively trying to date people recently has been strange because I'm realizing that in all order to date somebody luck comes into it again you have to be attracted to them and want to date them and guess mm. what the feeling has to be mutual yeah I know I know you can't just summon people to your which door. is why it's, I mean you can which is why it's in luck a constructive way it is luck, it's love yeah. luck one word tm clues incorporated you heard it here first and it's that classic trope of you know the girls that are attracted to the emotionally unavailable guys mm. or whatever yeah. and it is it is true like people have to be they have to be ready. They have to be ready to date on the level that you want to date at. Yeah. Not that I'm out here trying to find my life partner. Wait, can I just say? Okay. I want to read out a couple of stellar DMs. People are loving it. People are vibing. People are relating. We love to see it. It's awesome. We're going to read a few of them out on the show. So keep DMing us your questions, your thoughts, your queries. And we'll... It's um, at Clues Music because we're in a band. Eh, in eh, case you didn't know. Yeah, get with it. Okay, I'm just going to start with an absolute corker. Can I just say a caveat? I use the term guys a lot and I don't ever want anyone to feel like this is a space where we are... Excluding anybody. Yeah, but where we are pandering to the gender binary. Fuck the gender binary. I don't give a fuck. We're not binary anymore. Human beings are fluid. But guys is a genderless term for me. I saw a meme the other day that was like, you know, if you see birds sitting on a wire, they're guys. They're the guys. (laughs) If you see... If you see... A bean bag split open and some of the beans spilt on the ground. Oh, look at those little guys. So, (laughs) guys, if you're listening to this podcast, guys guys, guys guys. is a catch-all phrase. Guys. (laughs) (laughs) This 
this one is going to start us off. I said, y'all DM us some dating stories. And all this DM says, I think it's from, um, I won't I won't say who it's from just in case, um, you know, we get sued by Channel 10. Channel 10 does not care about us. I know, but I just, I don't know. You just, just covering our asses. Know. Anyway, this is completely no context. All it says is. <laughs> I love it already. I once went on a date and mid-date the girl's tooth fell out. It was wild. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so good. Wow. So you need to date more to get stories like Mm. that. That is a one in a million chance of happening. And it, you know what? That's funny you should Which say that. Which means you need to go on a million dates. Because it did get me thinking about, you know, can <laughs> I walk the walk, can I talk the talk in terms of dating stories? Because you'd think, because I've been single for so long, you'd think that I'm out here dating every weekend. And you weekend won't shut with up wacky, about it. Yeah. And I, yes, and it's like, as I always say, I'm like, oh, it's my brand. <laughs> I don't have that many crazy dating stories because I haven't been on that many dates. Yeah. Because this is what I'm saying. All right, from now on, one a week, you need one crazy tooth falling out story to report back to us every week, okay? I like really like makes says on Hinge, be toxic. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> you know what I'm realising? I think if I was on Hinge, I would love everybody because I would take all their really <laughs> problematic comments as jokes and I would think they're just genuinely being funny because I forget that there are people out there you who would think. genuinely are like any women who understands footballs, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, you're classic, they're mate. Let's go out on a date. <laughs> yeah, like- and then his tooth would fall on me and I'd think, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. I really oh. liked this one. So she said... Um, in her short experience of dating, it's fun to begin with, then it's a slippery slope into tragicness, anxiety, and trying to be something for someone rather than for myself. I thought that was really good. But also she brings up a really good point of being something for someone. Like I can imagine getting stuck in that. Do you know what though? Because Mm. I've never dated someone before, that idea makes me so excited. I literally just want to be that person. The one I just want to make someone so happy. I want to go and give them my best self every day and be like, oh my gosh, I can add so much joy to your life. That's why I get cut when I get ghosted because I think, oh my gosh, you don't even know how much I could have loved you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think that's why it's so sad. Yeah, I just realized that though. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. (laughs) But you know what? It's different wanting to be the best version of yourself every day for someone that's amazing yes go and do that but this person is talking about changing yourself for somebody like a square peg in a round hole situation which I can imagine so many people do and that would be awful be awful you know get out of that round hole tell us one day tell us one of your dating stories Grace I'm the same as you though I haven't had I didn't date around prop go on dates the one date that did stick with me it wasn't a date per se but I just remember this one guy crying to me. I don't even know. I don't even know how it got to this point. You know, it's 11. It's it's late at night. And I just, I don't know how I could have gotten into this conversation in the first place. But he's just crying and crying. And he just was getting so upset telling me about how his cat had died. Oh, what? <laughs> I was wondering where he that was, was going. He was getting so Ripped upset. Ripped but... Frog in his throat and then like properly properly starts crying. I feel boys, like it wasn't just about the cat. No, listen, boys can cry and that's not the issue here. All power to him. But tell me if I'm wrong, then I say, you know, I'm showing genuine empathy, at, very out of fashion for my psychopath self. I'm saying, You're you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that. When did it die? Oh, eight years ago. <laughs> hmm. Is that, I don't know, maybe well, I'm being insensitive. Well, that's a bigger conversation about, you know, 
loss. Well, about guys not being taught what to do with their emotions mm. because maybe he wasn't crying about his cat <gasps> that died eight years ago. Maybe oh. that was a cover and yeah. he just was having a bad day or he, wanted, he was upset about something else and he couldn't tell you he, what it really was. He killed his cat eight years ago and the <laughs> guilt still haunts him. Anyway, either way, it was a very strange situation oh. and I will remember it forever. Guys, and I mean guys now. Do you know what I mean? Beanbag guys. I mean, no, no, I don't mean beanbag guys. Bird or on bird a wire guys. I mean guys. actual guys. I mean oh, men. Really? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Go on. You can cry. Cry. And Let then, it but, out. no, but listen, but when you do cry, take pictures of yourself so you remember how it felt. <laughs> it's so funny looking <laughs> back on it. So sometimes when I've been crying, I take a photo of Which myself. Which is how often? I don't really cry. I Up until last year when something bad happened, I hadn't cried for like well over a year. Yeah. And I do not say that proudly. It's a great source of yeah. tension release. I'm just not a crier. It I does, think I'm a bottler. You're a bottler. You I really think I'm are. a jogger. I think I just jog it out. Sometimes I take photos of myself crying mm. because I feel so upset when I'm crying that like I need to check if my face is showing the same amount of anguish that I am feeling. And Normally, I do that too. The last time I really? had a big cry, I took so many photos of myself <laughs> mid-cry, specifically so that I could remember mm. just how... Like, because you know when you cry and the whole point of crying is you let all that emotion out? Yes. So after you, you cry, you think to yourself, oh, it wasn't that bad. I feel so good. Mm. But in the moment, you need to remember how upset you are. That's yeah. why I document it. Yes, totally. But it's just like I need to... I, I just need to check if I look as upset <laughs> as I feel. So I took two photos and normally... Normally, the photos aren't as bad as I think they're going to be. Like there's only one tiny little tear and I'm like, oh, I'm not even that oh. sad. Like I look fine. You can barely even tell that my face is wet. Yeah. This was not one of those times. Wait, the day this story comes out for 24 hours only, we are going to put up stories of our crying photos. Yeah. DMs will be open, so please send yours. So I'm going to show you. Yeah, okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> That's That's not good. You don't look sad. You look scared. (laughs) You look really scared. I do look scared. That's what it is. Yeah, the tears are real. Oh, God, that's horrible. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. We don't have to put this in the podcast, but I don't know if I've told you before because it was maybe when we weren't as open up this sort of thing. Okay. This one, and you know what? This is a guy that I'm still trying to talk to who keeps ghosting me, so I'm just going to have to give up. But anyway, (laughs) we got together this one time. I think it was the first time that we'd ever gotten together, proper proper one-night stand, just met him a few hours before. We've gone back to his great time sometimes I'm like okay gonna go sleep in my own bed now bye yeah, yeah. he was like no you know guys like oh no stay have a sleepover and I was like okay it's fine you know bit bit dusty don't want to go home yeah. when it's so late anyway yeah. <laughs> in the morning oh god what? We, I'm nervous when we both whenever when we woke up and it was like a kind of like nice rainy Sunday and no one no one had anywhere to be and we were like kind of hung over and he said oh you know just hang out for a bit like we will watch a movie <laughs> and I was like Oh, cute. Like, that's sure. And Grace, I am barely even a movie person at the best of times and I hate scary movies or horror movies so much. Like, I still, I literally am still haunted by a one particular Doctor Who episode that I watched in 2006. <laughs> like the ABC IVU Doctor Who? Yes. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> anyway, so I don't even know this man and I'm in his house. He put on... Oh, I don't even know what it's called. It's called like the Haunting of Hill House or Bill Scrouse or something. I don't know. He put on oh, a proper fucked oh. up horror movie at seven o'clock on a Sunday morning. 
Oh and my skipped. god! And I, meanwhile, I'm big. I was like, no, 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 please, like you don't understand. I was like, I hate her. And he so was you're like, not just going funny. along with it. I wasn't. I was like, no. I was like, I can't. No, I don't want to watch this. Like I'm. St- I was like, I'm still scarred from Doctor Who. And he's oh. like, oh, I don't miss you. And he literally skipped to the scariest parts as well. Like he thought they were funny. He's like, oh, watch this part. What? Like. <laughs> Lily, he's the psychopath. That, yes, and that oh is how we come full god. circle. That is psychopathic. Oh my god, that's awful. That's so awful. But the funny thing is, I actually love him so much and I wish he would talk to me. <laughs> 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 That's Lily, really that's funny. really bad. That is so bad. <laughs> he's a schmick, beautiful man. But Lily, just no, that he's not. He's a, his personality. he's a freak. Let and him I go. didn't even know that well. I was yeah, like, that's so dude, weird. what is wrong with you? That's a good talking point for the DM slides, everybody. Do you think that's weird? Maybe I'll put a poll up the day this podcast comes out. Yes. Is it weird to force somebody who you've literally only just met to watch a horror movie with you at your house? I don't know. I just Does it was that strange. determine that they are a psychopath? And <laughs> is it acceptable to cry about a cat that died eight years ago? And if so, that qualifies me as a psychopath for being the heartless psychopath. And to everybody who loves their cats, I apologise. Just because they're not cat people. Grie- mm. You know, loss and grieving does not have an expiration date. We all know that. That is true. We all know that. For cats, though. But for your childhood pet, I think that's kind oh, yeah. of the point of a childhood pet. You're, it's supposed to teach you about loss yeah, and right. grieving, you know. Well, he's and not I don't doing know very if he's well. processed it. I, yeah. He's not doing very well then, is he? So we're just going to put that poll up and please keep DMing us your questions, your thoughts and your feelings. We are here to listen to you yes. so that you can listen to us talking about how we are listening to you. Oh, yeah. I also want to stress, I don't know if this got communicated properly in the first podcast. This isn't not really an advice podcast. I really don't want you guys to take advice from us. That's a bad idea. Look at me. Look at this. <laughs> Look at the absolute dumpster fire that is my love life <laughs> if anything it's an anti you know what it's an anti-advice podcast do not it is. don't you dare do what anything that we're doing do. do not try this at what home not to do do not try but this at home. by all means dm us things maybe yeah dm us advice i realized what the point of this project is it's to normalize stories and it's to talk to people about why humans are so obsessed with love mm. And this really came through when I was thinking about all the songs. Maybe this ties back into music a little bit. But I was thinking about all the songs that we grew up listening to and all the most amazing music that is lauded in rock music canon, for example, the Beatles or Nirvana or whoever it is. They're all love songs usually. Mm -hmm. All these big, beautiful love songs that have been written and rewritten since the dawn of time since Romeo and Juliet yeah you know and all anybody wants to do is relate to them Frank Sinatra yeah and it's just made me all we're trying to do is relate to each other that's literally all we're trying to do all of the time but going back I just want to synthesize my point Mm-hmm. We grew up writing songs, we grew up listening to love songs without ever having experienced romantic love before. Mm. And there's something in that. There's something about the human condition. Maybe it's the survival of our species, maybe it's no man's an island. I don't know. Everyone's obsessed with love. It's what sells papers. Everyone's just obsessed with love and I want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. And All right, ready? And if you're listening rapping. to this, please text me back. You know who you are. <laughs> 
Don't make me text you. Don't make, Don't me. make me text you again. Oh, no, but that's a phrase I learnt from one of the rugby girls is being left in the blue. She said to me, oh, you Ooh, know, I keep yeah. leaving this guy in the blue and he's just, he keeps making it worse. And it's when the the message screen is just text from mm. you, text from you, text from you, blue, text from you, blue, text yeah. from you, text And they haven't replied. So it's just yeah, a right. whole screen of Ooh. your blue messages. Hey, that's like me to you. What? What? <laughs> That's like me to you. I just text you endlessly and you barely ever reply to me. Yeah. Because now that I've got AirPods. <laughs> Ew. What the hell? I'm more of a caller. What the hell? <laughs> you keep sending me voice memos instead of text. And I find I'm a it, huge voice memo person. It's so stupid because I'm just at work. I can't listen to your stupid little voice text saying, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Just write it out in one sentence. It really doesn't take that long. Anyway. On that note, everybody, I would like to say thank you for joining us once again. It's been an absolute honour. Lily, have loved talking to you. This was really enjoyable. This has been a damn delight. We'll see you next week. Love clues.